y'all know that I'm a candy boy. Sure. Like I like I love this stuff. Mm-hmm. Sweets and sugary snacks and sweets. Yeah. I love sweet them. Boy. Uh, uh, sweet boy, Justin. Is that what you said? I don't know. Like a sweets boy. <laughs> I'm a candy boy, and I um I do have a toothache. Oh no! And this is problematic oh, for me because no. the only sort of thing I've been enjoying about quarantine is it's like dentist vacation. Yeah. Like I feel like I finally have a pretty good reason to not have my teeth seen to, but now there's this like sort of yeah. physical like urging of my teeth, like you should probably get this dealt with because uh, you're such a huge candy yeah. boy. So so I should mention, um, good timing, Griffin, because yeah, I please. literally went to the dentist yesterday. For the- oh, filthy hands in your mouth. How did that go? <laughs> so... I was assured that it was okay and all precautions okay. were taken. Interesting. Yeah, they told me that at Chuck E. Cheese too when I yeah. went. <laughs> Regardless, it had been a while, obviously, since I had been. I don't know if you've seen Ken Burns' Civil War, but mm. you know those shots that they have of like the triage tents uh, during yeah. the Civil War? That was basically my mouth. It was yeah. real bad. <laughs> I'm very worried that it's going to look like a like edgy early truth campaign anti-smoking PSA yeah. in there. Not that I'm a, a smoker or anything yeah. like that, but it's just been so long. It's just going to be a, just real like large marge mid ghost transformation sort of chompers. It's definitely something that would div- give David Cronenberg somewhat of a boner. Probably not a full right. one, but Cronenberg ha- would be full Cronenberg, as he calls it. My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. Yeah, my name is Griffin McElroy. I know the best fucking game of the week. Oh, boy, it rules. Ooh. My name is Chris Plant, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Ross Fortune, and I know the best game of the week. I couldn't be more excited because we're today we were talking about Hades. The latest from Supergiant is finally out of beta and into your heart. And uh, Chris Plant, why don't you tell me about it? Uh, Hades is a roguelike action game where you play as the son of Hades himself as you try to escape the underworld by hacking and slashing and gradually accumulating buffs and boons that make it a little bit easier. And that's the game. Oh, also, everybody's super sexy. It's like a, it's a, it's a wicked a horny so game. Good. Speaking it's of bone so and horny. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost you know it's almost as horny as uh these ads you're about to enjoy right now <laughs> okay this episode of the best of these is sponsored by aura frames all right so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy i'm sure immediately names jump to your mind those are the sorts of people that you would say oh maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi 
And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. Let's get the elephant out of the room. Hades only has a daughter, Maleficent and Hades had their daughter Mal, as indicated in Descendants 1, 2, and 3. Um, so this is uh, obviously breaking with canon. Right. Um, uh-huh. This is not an accurate depiction of Hades. Disney lore. Disney lore is says that Cheyenne Jackson played Hades and his daughter is Mal and he had her with Maleficent. Who but is this for, Justin? For Descendants fans, the other D-heads. Have watched all the Descendants movies. I don't remember like, there being a sequel to the George Clooney movie. Did it? How did they follow that up? They're on Hawaii. Bah, 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 he controls bah, bah, the bah, land. Bah, bah. Now, Chris, you make an inaccessible cultural reference. <laughs> <laughs> no, this game. Uh, this game is so good, and it has. Here's the wild thing about it. Uh, it launched alongside the um, Epic game store it was hand in hand with the launch of the epic game store and that was uh a long time ago right i think it was during the vgas 2018 i want to say that that sounds that's the only possible right that's right yeah right uh and here's the thing it was fun then. Yeah, it was really yeah, good. Game. It was good, good then. I think that's reflected by the fact that uh, the most sort of miraculous thing about Hades, and I don't think this is true of, I, I love the roguelike genre, but I don't think it's true of any other entry in it. It's fun from the second you start playing it. Like yeah. it is, it is instantly very, very good and fun. The last time I felt that way about a roguelike was actually Dead Cells. And I think I, I think you can make like a lot of comparisons here because Dead Cells was also very... I mean, it felt great, but they it the also good boom had booms. like... They both have good great boom, boom booms. But it had like incredible, really well thought out progression hooks, which this game does too. It, it's just... It is a... It's, in my opinion, Supergiant's best game. I love Bastion. I love Transistor. But this is a masterpiece. Let's talk about the action part first, and then we'll talk about progression. Because the action part is what what I think this game gets so right that so many other roguelikes get wrong is you die at the end, and you and you they're like, well, you got to go back to the beginning. And then a lot of roguelikes, it's like, ugh. In Hades, it's like, well, that's okay. I had fun doing that, so I'll just have more fun, I guess, doing it again. It's like not a big deal. Uh, it also feels so different. There are six base weapons that you uh, uh, have. There's a a sword, a shield that you throw, a, a spear, gun, big fists, and bow uh, are the weapons. And uh, as you use each of them, you get more of like, uh, a, a, you learn more about how to use them. So you are, you're Hades' son, Zag- Zagreus. Zagreus, you're trying to escape death. And uh, uh, each time you go through the your run trying to escape the underworld, um, you are granted different boons, which are like basically power ups <laughs> to put it in a crass, 
crass terms, um, different power-ups by different uh, Olympian gods. And all these boons really change the way that you play. This is going to be hard. If you haven't played, it's going to be hard to like appreciate the nuance of this, but uh, there could be an attack that, um, so for example, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. The, uh, the bow has a power shot that you can charge up with the attack button and then fire it. Uh, you might get a boon that replaces that with a, like a rapid fire, uh, is one that you'll get. Um, you have a magic spell. Every weapon has a cast. It's sort of a, a unique ability to you. Uh, it doesn't change weapon to weapon, but, um, you have a cast, a magic button, basically, and you could get power-ups that change it from, usually you'll just throw a crystal uh, that hurts people uh, that you retrieve after the enemy's dead, but sometimes it can turn into a spinning blade of death or uh, lob bombs or whatever, and every time you play through, you get completely different boons that completely change how you're playing, what you're focusing on, um, and it already feels good, but it feels every weapon feels really neat to use and they feel every playthrough feels really different because you're focusing on different parts of your skill set determined by whatever power ups you got. Yeah, I think um, Dead Cells is like, as I think Griffin mentioned earlier, like the closest analog um, because you start off essentially at zero and what you pick up along the way dramatically dramatically changes the way you play through the level uh, even if you you know even if you're using the bow in both runs you will feel dramatically different depending on your rng for the boons throughout that and that's what really what's so cool is that you i think the more you play you have a better sense of how, how things synergize and work together to eventually like make you into this unstoppable force and it's it's super super satisfying i also yeah. I, I just like related to that i wanted to mention I think, you know, we talked about Spelunky last week. I, as you all know, adore, adore, adore Spelunky. But the more I play and the more I try to, like, get people to play it, I do kind of wish that it was more approachable in the way that this game is more approachable because it's so hard to get over that hump, whereas Hades um, makes it a breeze because every single thing you do is either progression or narrative progression, like you're right. learning new story elements. They constantly are rewarding you for playing um, more so than maybe just like your subtle brain getting smarter with the game. Yeah, I, I don't know if I, I want Spelunky to do that because I think Spelunky is such its own thing. I, I do not like Dead Cells. I mean, I, I played a good chunk of it, but it felt like some serious empty calories. And the reason I don't like it is you start that game... And you know you are not going to do well. Like, you you have to grind through the game to pick up the skills that are going to make you uh, effectively just an unstoppable god. And I could mm -hmm. never tell, am I get actually getting better at this game? Or is yeah. it just getting easier for me? Sure. And I just, I, I could feel my time being wasted. The thing, and I, and I get why people like it, because that it's like, I mean, holy moly, is that some um, just dopamine hits. What I like about this game, and I think the, the way it, it pulls off the trick, is it's still a narrative game. Yeah. When you, you know, when you lose, you, when you lose, when you die, you go back to the beginning of, of the underworld, and before you even hop back in, you meet all of your friends, and you hang out, and you get some more story, and yeah, you're, the, the, the menus are just a little better hidden when you are getting all these advantages, it's because you're like, romancing characters or you're just chatting <laughs> with them or you're petting the dog and it's or you're it, having your your dad say like oh you died again you fucking dipshit <laughs> way to go yes but uh. i i think that 
it's silly because obviously I, I'm saying and I can see what's happening, but it, it really makes it work so much more for me. It doesn't feel like wasted time. And and Justin, you talked about that appeal of like you kind of look forward almost to failure in this game. The way I would compare it is um, how action move really mainstream action movies were made in the early 2000s ahead of Marvel becoming the dominant thing, right? There was that Transformers era where it was like action movies are just pure action. We've got three hours of undiluted pure cut action, 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 action. And it was like, wait, are there people in this? It's like, no, but there are robot nuts. And you're like, well, I mean, I love action, but at a certain point I am exhausted. Uh, And then Marvel's whole gimmick is they were like, but what if between that we hung out like a sitcom and we're friends? And people are like, yes, I li- just give me five minutes of hanging out in the shawarma shop. And that is this game. I mean, I look forward to talking to, to my gal, Dusa, because you know that I'm crushing on her. She's clearly right. the best gal in We all in crush town. on Dusa. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I wanted to mention the thing that I think works the best about this game. And I think the thing that really creates the, its identity is uh, the building of your like character in each run i think they do something that is really really smart which is uh you drop in and basically like the game is just you enter a room you are challenged by enemies in that room you kill them and then you get the reward for that room which is usually uh revealed to you when you're like choosing which room to go into next right so you finish a room and it's like well this room will give me some money that i can spend in a shop or this room will give me uh, a boon from poseidon uh, so that's like one level of choice. But then every time that you get a boon or there are uh, Daedalus hammers that like fundamentally change the controls of your weapon, which is like the coolest shit ever, uh, you get one of those at the very beginning of the run. And it's random. It could be a hammer. It could be a boon from Poseidon or Zeus or Dionysus or whatever. Uh, that's the first sort of thing. And you get like uh, th- there are different rarities for the boons. And so you might get like an incredibly powerful uh, knockback ability from Poseidon right at the very jump and that informs like okay well next time I have the choice to like go into a Poseidon room or sometimes you'll enter a room where there's two gods and you have to pick between them uh, maybe I'll just go towards Poseidon because there's other boons that boost knockback damage and there's other uh, Daedalus hammer abilities that add knockback to different things uh, there's just an infinite like array of like ways to build your character. But the other thing it does, and this dovetails kind of into the progression thing, is you almost always also, when you're like choosing between which rooms to go to, one of the rooms will almost always be like a build thing, like here's a boon for you. And the other room will be here is one of the many currencies that this game has that you keep when you die and you get to invest in this mirror that provides you permanent bonuses or this building resource that adds elements to the world permanently or this thing that makes characters like you better so you can get these artifacts that you can level up which give you more permanent bonuses like that sounds overwhelming a little bit when griffin lays it all out like that it's just fun i mean it's, it's just like it's fun it you rolls look it out forward too. to dying also because your pockets are loaded yeah. down with all this cool new stuff yeah it's like oh i'm gonna go give this to this person and then upgrade this and then uh, and, and it's one of the amazing tricks. I think the most impressive trick that Hades does is every single time, almost without fail, that you get a uh, upgrade, a boon, um, or when you switch to a new weapon after you've been using one, every single time you have this sense of like, well, everybody's fucked now. 
Look at this. My shield's on fire. This is, I'm going to the end, baby. I'm getting out of here. And like every single one feels meaningful and purposeful. Like it feels like, oh, this is changing everything. Like now I'm, I am set. I will say I started a run the other day and the very first boon I got was a legendary boon. And the boon was, there's now a 20% chance for a fish to show up. <laughs> Wait, what? That was I've never seen that one. It was a Poseidon legendary boon that increased fish chance. Yes, there's fishing in this game for some odd oh, reason. Oh, right. And, yes, and that, okay. sort of, that sort of highlights... <laughs> a good boon. The, it is actually a really good boon. I didn't know this was even a thing. Yeah, so I when you go fishing, you can get right like, enormous amounts of resources. How do you go fishing? You unlock you a buy the fishing, fishing rod. rod. <laughs> anyway... What I wanted what? to say was this sort of goes... <laughs> I've played this game for 60 hours! <laughs> this sort of goes to the point... Are you kidding? Yes, playing this game longer fishing. than any of us over the years. Is it a building thing? Yeah, it's a building yeah. thing. You spend like a diamond okay, to unlock the fishing rod. Anyway, what I wanted to say was, yeah, it's crazy, which is to say the fact that they've been making this game since 2018 and sort of the amazing thing about these early access games that just sort of go in perpetuity for a while is... All of these things that ordinarily in a normal development cycle, there's no way in fucking hell they would ever jam fishing in or have unique dialogue for every single encounter 30 times over. Like any variable, uh, props to Greg Gassavin, who is the narrative uh, designer for this game and also is the voice of uh, Hypnos uh, and one other character. But um, he basically designed a narrative system that... Um, allows the game to know like with certainty what you've done before and adjust every single piece of dialogue accordingly so for example if you fight uh megara who's like the first fury that you fight um two times in a row she'll say hey you're back again we just fought a second uh, the last time and i know you beat me that time but you're not gonna beat me this time like that's just a very basic example but that just expands throughout the entire game and the dozens and dozens of characters. Yeah, Megra has sisters, the uh, two other Furies. <laughs> and sometimes when you're about to go in, he'll be like, oh, I hope it's Megra. <laughs> and it's not. He's like, oh. Yeah. Right, and my favorite fine, is whatever. definitely the one who just grumbles, murder. Murder. <laughs> murder. <laughs> There's, I mean, it's, it, it is, that system is ever present. The first time, I think it was probably like my third or fourth run, I made it to like, not just a new world, but like the second screen of a new world. It was the furthest I'd gotten. And he said like, well, this is the furthest I've ever gotten. And I was like, that's fucking cool. Like there's no, I, why has no game ever done that before? There's, I mean, I guess Spelunky does it when you're like, oh, I've made it. This is the, whenever you die, you get the death screen. Like this is my new thing. But like it, it folds it into everything. It ingests the logic and rules of the roguelike genre into the story itself yeah. in a way that is brilliant it's, yeah i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna tell you why most games do not do this almost no games do this effectively and the reason is if a triple a game producer was like hey we want to put in this line of dialogue and 0.2 percent of people are ever 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 gonna hear it there's no way in fucking hell that would make the cut but when you have a small studio and they've been making this game for two years on their own with up, you know, longer than that, with updates and various things. And you have a guy dedicated to ensuring all these narrative hooks like that's what they're doing. Like they want to want to flesh out this world because they have like a passion for it. And, you know, kind of they're already selling the game. So money isn't an issue. They're They're really just trying to make the product as good as it can be. It's just like 
polish after polish after polish. What, one other thing about that, uh, why I think the narrative works so well, is this is a small-ish, compared to you know big-budget games, team that has been doing this for a while and has like really honed how all the different pieces come together. I, I just honestly was not a huge fan of the art style of their games, effectively until this one. It just didn't click for me. But there's something about the art, which is, I would call like, Tumblr horny goes legit. Um, <laughs> it, it is real. And I, I am now absolutely obsessed with it. Now I, I get it. It, it. it completely clicks for me. The other thing that I think that draws this together. You want to fuck everything in this game. Is that what you're trying to say? Because, like, I'm there yeah, with you. Of course. You. I want to have sex with everybody. That's, that's, in this I, game. I think that's the point. I mean, it, it is it is going for it. The other thing that I think helps that uh, with the dialogue is everything is performed in this breathy, the cool kids at high school way. Yeah. Of, like, almost yeah. every line in this, no matter what they're talking about, is like, I was bothered to maybe do two readings. And that's all you're gonna get. And like, <laughs> I hope they're good enough. Um, well, it's it's every character is so uh, is so believable yeah. in like their their what their personality actually is. To to wit, like every Olympian god, when you first like get their boons, you you know call out to them like I call out to you in the name of Olympus. And then Poseidon is like, ah, nephew, ah, I cannot wait for you to escape and come to me. Or you run into Dionysus and he's like, yo, let's get out of here and fucking party boy. <laughs> he, and then you have to choose sometimes in the, these chambers like, oh, do I want to go with uh, you know, Dionysus, or do I want to go with Ares? And it's like, uh, I'll go, I'll go with Ares this time. Then Dionysus pops in and is like, "You motherfucker, I'm going to absolutely destroy you." And you're like, "Oh, I thought we were buds." It really like they it's are so funny they because are, after, they'll they'll try to kill you, and if you survive, they're like, "Hey, no hard feelings, <laughs> but we're but cool again." They Here are, is actually my boon that I would have given you if you had chosen me. They're obvious villains in this game, but then the, these these pa- this pantheon of Olympian gods are just as fickle and opportunistic and yeah. like fucking mean as they are in like you know oh they'll, the, they'll the even lore. comment about boons that you've already gotten yeah. yeah like where you'll you'll get you'll get something from like athena and then later on it, you'll meet hermes and like ooh, athena's been trying to help you out huh well i don't really get it the the whole hunting thing i think speed is better but okay or or sometimes they'll offer duo boons that like blend oh, the yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. focuses of two things and those are like immensely powerful i think i've only seen like two of those and yeah. there's like 50 yeah there's 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 so much shit in you get them game. by favoring two lines right is that is that I right i think so yeah yes. yeah i've gotten a few of those there's also like um the you have a uh they call it like prophecies which are basically achievements um, but you like if you get every boon from this particular god, whatever it is, uh, the, you get a, a big boost of money that you can use to upgrade stuff or whatever. And when you're actually choosing your boons, sometimes you will see the line on there like this fulfills a prophecy. So you're like actually seeing that like, oh, I don't really want to take yeah. it, but I do want that long term progression. OK, fine. Yeah. OK. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, cut off this game. I just wanted to m- mention one more thing before we wrap up this segment. Um, uh, Supergiant uh, specifically has amazing soundtracks. I love the soundtracks of all oh, their games. Bastion, Transistor, mm-hmm. Pyre, all have amazing soundtracks. Those soundtracks are the work of Darren Korb, who is one of my mm-hmm. favorite video game or overall composers in the world right now. 
Darren Korb uh, obviously did the soundtrack for this game as well, also spectacular. He's also the voice of the fucking protagonist of the game. He is the voice of You're Zagreus. You're kidding me, really? And wow. Skelly, wow. who's another major character. The, the, like That is really the epitome of this game, is that you have all these people on the team that are immensely talented and all pitching in with their incredible skill sets in really interesting and amazing ways. Um, so huge, huge props to Darren Korb because holy shit, great, great work. Incredible performance. I, I also, like it launching 1.0 uh, simultaneously on Switch is yeah. like, I, 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 as much as I love this game, I think it's unlikely that I would have picked it up unless it was on Switch because it is so explicitly just the kind of game I want to play on there yeah. and it works fucking great. Literally only the negative. Amazing. The cross save doesn't work just yet. Just yet, but it is just coming. Yet, just yet, but it will. But it will. <laughs> Soon. Oh, I'm counting down the days. I can't play it on Switch until that cross save works. I can't think of too many people I would not recommend this game to. Like it is, it is challenging for sure. Mm-hmm. But it is. I also feel like, unlike a lot of roguelikes, I'm like Spelunky. Like I think there's a type of person who is not going to get there with Spelunky. Like a type of person who is not going to be able to acquire the kind of skill and twitchiness that you need to like you know really make a dent in that game i feel like hades is just much more like approachable like you can i feel like anybody can take a chunk out of hades if they you know stick with it long enough so one very quick thing on that note for people who are still skeptical of this because roguelikes difficulty uh, for the 1.0 release, they actually added a thing called God Mode. Yes. Which I believe makes you more powerful each time you die. Every time you die, you get a 2% permanent increase to your defenses. So well, it's, it's variable depending on how far you, you, you no, make I think it it's, Usually it's I think it's just a 2% I, set. I've died. I think I've seen it like change to different amounts. But yes, it's, it's you that, start at like 15, yeah. you start at like 15% damage reduction flat, right? So when you get hit, it's 15% weaker. I think it goes up to 50, but you have Should to- Should I turn this on? Yes. Uh, I, I did. This is how you, this is how you motherfuckers got fishing. What? I've been <laughs> hardcore. Well, here's what Where I'm saying. Where my gamers nah, at? I, I, I think it. it solves the problem of- um, not making a game too easy, but giving help to people that are struggling. Like if you constantly win at the game, you will not get this bonus because it only happens when you die. So if you're constantly right. having perfect runs, you don't get it. So the people that are seeing it are the people that are dying a bunch. And that's fine because it means they're still seeing seeing the narrative. Um, if anything, I think it should be more f- uh, full, you know, clear what the thing does before you turn it on. Because I think yeah. most people, especially if you've got shit to do, and want to see the end of the story, like, fucking turn it on. It's kind of great. Yeah, I, I I, think this is the benefit of early access, right? If you have a good developer, is you do hear back from the community and you do get these things added and you're seeing data of when players are actually dropping off. Mm-hmm, um, I, right. I know that they added a lot of other things like tweaks to sound and visuals and they got rid of, or you can disable camera shake, which is like, really just should be top of, of every game <laughs> option. Um, anyway, I know that we have a very, very, very special guest after the break. Is that right, Justin? Um, I, that is what I've heard. I'll see if I can get them uh, into the studio here. Uh, I'm excited. You should be excited or scared. Either way, I, we're both kind of feeling all that all the time, right? Uh, but uh, first, some commercial messages. You go get a phone. You just want a phone. Talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts 
and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech you know the contract may sound good uh, up front but there's always some sort of catch you know who's not going to do that to you not going to pull that nonsense mint mobile their wireless plans there is no catch $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan mint mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you you want to pay hundreds of dollars for like literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan or do you want to have a nice easy solution save some put the bucks back in your pocket pay 15 bucks a month say bye to your overpriced wireless plans jaw-dropping monthly bills the unexpected overages sound familiar to get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com slash besties that's mintmobile.com slash besties cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties additional taxes fees and restrictions apply see mint mobile for details y'all you already know how much i love our sponsor of the week rocket money they make it so easy to get your personal finances on track and especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need keep the ones you want get rid of the rest here's how it works rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps lower your bills they'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20 percent all you have to do is take a picture of your bill and rocket money takes care of the rest that might sound too good to be true i have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments i have and it's worked which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties rockandmoney.com slash besties welcome back uh hope you enjoyed your brief respite um i don't know what to say about what's about to happen because i don't have enough information about it why did i start talking you ask i've been doing this for 10 years and i don't know hey oh it's way. me new york giraffe holy shit oh what a treat folks it's new york giraffe who we have not seen since does anybody remember what was the last time we saw New York Giraffe? Hey, it's been a while. <laughs> tried to forget. Hey, it's, if you is work it, for Spotify, the Spotify deal. Yes, it was if in you the work contract. For Spotify. I, checked, I checked the dialogue. It was in the contract, specifically on page thirteen oh two, section B. It said there must be a giraffe of some type, and I specified right. New York in there with crayon. It worked out fine. No one asked me. It was fine. <laughs> If you work for Spotify legally, you can't listen to the next ten minutes of this episode, <laughs> or else you're gonna can't you're gonna cancel us immediately. Joe Rogan just signed out. <laughs> mm-hmm. To what do we owe the honor, Mister Giraffe? You know, besties. If you don't know, by the way, New York Giraffe's a giraffe from New York. <laughs> you know, besties. It's it's been a while since we've spoken. 
And I wanted to mention, given the fact that we were talking about a video game called Hades at this point, which features quite a number of Greek gods, Mm -hmm. it made me think maybe there's a little bit of room for a little bit of NYG. Uh, So you are giants proposing that you are fit to be a deity of some sort, Mr. Giraffe. Is that correct? Not just fit, tall and fit. Oh, it's, and you're you're are you applying for the role? Is that what we're trying to understand? My intention is to basically, you know, how in Survivor you send in like a video to show you like leaping over trees and shit. That's the idea. Yeah. Same same deal. So I need to basically send my video. Sorry, up to, leaping over trees. Where where and shit? Yeah. So I gotta send my video somewhere. So so where I'm like basically like I don't know Hades Zeus. Who's gonna take this? But I gotta prove my point. Got it. Okay. Got it. Well, that's the first thing you're going to have to decide, I think, is what department mm. of the Pantheon would be the best fit what for you. What would you recommend? A, new, a giraffe I mean, from hell. New York. Hell. Yeah. Hell. hell. I think we all feel hell. I should mention. Yeah. I should mention, to be clear, I am not looking for a big role in hell. I realize you got to start at the bottom rung and work your way up. I'm not looking for, like, I don't know, God of Wine I realize right. that's taken. Yeah, that's taken. I mean, you, you could do animal and work your you way do up. Animal hell, you know. That seems like There's a big oh, yeah. ass too. Honestly, I was honestly, I was just thinking of like, uh, God of uh, West Twenty Third Street. Uh, okay, oh, sure, All sure, right. sure. Like the 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 flower district is what you're saying. Well, there's not just flowers there. They got delis. There's some garbage. Okay. I think there's a lot of rooms there. <laughs> that is for, my hell. Uh, you sh- you so- sure know a lot about New York, New York giraffe. <laughs> um, I mean, if we're going to, it's been a while since I've seen you, New York giraffe. If you're going to sort of fit in the pantheon as viewed through the lens of Supergiant Games, like you're going to have to be pretty toy. What, what like are you bod. saying? Griffin, what are you saying the bod. about the giraffe? I'm saying bod. I can, I'm saying that you need to be. It's all I'm saying. It's right there on the team. You got to be toy, and you yeah. got to be. You got to look. You got to look extremely uh, horrible. Griffin, hold on Horned. one second. Let Horned me up. let me pull my shirt up. You see this? You see Holy this thirty-two wow. pack what? right here? What? Have you seen? It's going up your neck. like this. <laughs> oh my god! There's a nipple all on right. each one. Well, that's take that's taken care of. Um... Look, I, I've I mean, got boons, some boons planned out. I've got no problem there. So, what is what kind of boons are we talking? Okay, about? Okay, so we'll start with the basic common boon. You're at the deli. Uh huh. You get three more napkins. Normally, oh. they just give you one for your egg sandwich. You get three more napkins, and that's just the base. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's not good so far. I would probably skip that one. Okay, we're gonna go up to um, rare. Ready? Yeah. Also at the deli, you're in the you're in the milk <laughs> aisle. You're picking up the milk. All the milk you find is only one day expired. Could be more, but no. With this boon, all the milk one day expired. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Is that something you all struggle with in New York? Because that's that's bleak, man. Well, I'm just saying. Sometimes it happens. You gotta you gotta check the cottons. But here, you guaranteed. Just slightly. What's the legendary? What's the legendary? What am I gonna make my? What am I gonna build my run around New York Giraffe? Okay, ready. This is Mm -hmm. the coup de gras. This will guarantee you make it all the way to the very end. You know how hot dogs are great? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Infinite fucking 
hot dogs. You can't get any more hot dogs than that. You thought you could have enough hot dogs? How about infinite hot dogs? But I feel like whenever I need a hot dog, I can get one pretty easily. Right, like, but I don't know but that. But can I, you get infinite? I, can you no, just keep? I can't eat a, infinite. Hmm. No. You know who can? The god of West Twenty Third Street, New York Giraffe, because his neck is hella long. Can giraffes get COVID? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. I feel like I asked that because I feel like near giraffe, I have the suspicion that you have not fucking donned a mask yet, right? You're, uh, you feel like you're always, hey, that's actually a decent question. You're walking around the streets of New York. Um, Are you always six feet yeah. distance? There is never like been. Up there, like you're. Yeah, there has never been a person that is more. I mean, obviously people avoid you as a rule, mm. but like even if they didn't, your head is such it's that. very high up. Is very so, high. There has so, never been a person that is more socially distanced than me, and I'm not even a person. I'm a fucking giraffe. I think we found a solution here, and and it's it, it is godly in nature and godly in its grace that New York giraffe, rather than being a a, a god in the technical sense, will simply be a deli employee who will stand mm. in between the customer and the cashier. And with his long neck, take the money from the customer, hand it to the cashier. Take the deli sandwiches from the cashier, hand it to the customer. Everybody stays socially distanced. Do you guys want to know something weird? A giraffe's neck is exactly six feet long. I just Googled it. It's like God made them That is actually 100% true. Um, Now, listen, New York giraffe, there's some other sort of like baggage alongside being a Greek god that you really should consider. Like it's not all just uh, granting boons to people. Like sometimes you do have to jerk off into the ocean and then like a, (laughs) you know, a godling being comes out of there. That's your child. And then you have to like kill them for their power. Griffin, let me just tell you something. There is no one better at jerking off into the ocean, the New York giraffe. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks, so New York cool giraffe. To see you, New York giraffe. It's always thanks awesome. So much. What a treat. This has been the last episode of Besties. Sorry to Alex Bloomberg, who is canceling. Okay, he's just cance- He's unplugging my computer, <laughs> taking it in his, t- taking it back in the car. He's driving away. Goodbye. He's driving away. I'm yelling at this point. If you hear me right now, I'm outside your window and I'm yelling because Alex Bloomberg took my computer and threw it in the trash. Uh, hey, we have some emails from our uh, listeners. Should we read those to get the taste of New York Giraffe out of our mouth? Oh, oh. I love New York Giraffe. Yeah, if you if you weren't oh. excited to see that fan favorite, 90s Besties fans will love that. Yeah. And by that, I mean Besties fans who've listened to over 90 episodes will <laughs> enjoy that. Here's a question. This is from Joshi and also from uh, Cool Memes 2K16. They asked a variant of this. If you could have a boon from any god IRL, what would it be and why? And they, for them, um, the favorite was obviously hangovers. Just give people hangovers. Yes, Dionysus's whole thing is he uh, adds a damage over time effect called hang, called hangover, and that's pretty good. It's hard for me to divorce myself from like what the mechanics of Hades are because that is like my favorite thing. I, um, I, you know, I mentioned it earlier, but the I think I really think the fishing boom would be dope because not only does it increase the chance of fishing, it's for every single room. So every mm-hmm. single room you walk into, there's a 20% chance for a fish to show up. That sounds alarming. Like if you are in a hotel, yeah. yep. there's going to be yeah. fish everywhere. Okay. I walk through a lot of rooms every day in my day-to-day life. I don't always want to be confronted by fish. 
Uh, I think it would be charm for me. All just right. the ability to blow a sweet kiss. If you just blow one sweet kiss yeah. at an enemy. Uh, in, in my day-to-day life, the, the person at the DMV that doesn't want to recognize the haters. what I've written. The haters online. Yeah, the haters. Thank you. Yeah, just a little... It's a little sweet kiss blown through you the air just, in the You day. could probably just do that, Juice. Mm. <laughs> I guess I couldn't. I don't know. The year is 2020. I'm not sure everybody wants sweet kisses blown their way. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, Josh, asked uh, me specifically, what baseball team are you repping uh, in baseball? Uh, my a Casey Mintz uh, fan. Uh, obvious. This is from Vanny. What weapon do y'all favor the most? I personally like the fist and the spear. I, I think the spear is unquestionably the best weapon in the game, right? Am I alone here? So I be, I upgraded the shield mm-hmm. is what I what I used my uh, my stuff on. We didn't even uh, talk about aspects. We uh, talked yeah. about yeah. It's basically like modifiers that like add a, a weird mechanic to a weapon. Uh, like Justin, I think is about to explain the the chaos chaos shield yeah so the shield uh so the shield one of the aspects you can get is uh it has a special attack which is throwing it right captain america style but um the you can uh get this aspect to the shield of chaos that lets it throws it very slowly and it just spins with spikes all over it and you can recall it to wherever you are in the level so it's basically like throw it out at a bunch of enemies and then recall it and run away from it basically and it's just you've got this spinning death blade yeah. following you around i think fists uh, is my very fun this is my favorite there's an aspect that gives changes your uh you have an uppercut is the special on the fist but there's an aspect that makes it magnetic so it will draw in the nearest enemy. Mm. Uh, and I had my very first boon, the one that like appears as soon as you start the run, was a legendary boon from, uh, um, uh, oh my God, not Neptune, shit. What's the Poseidon uh, that adds a huge knockback effect to your special? So essentially I was yo-yoing enemies. I like very easily finished that run because you just suck an enemy in and uppercut them and knock them away so like nobody could ever touch me. Yes. It's fucking great. So, so my preferred favorite and it's really telling that we've all really uh, picked a variety of weapons is the bow um i upgraded an ability that basically makes it work like the gun from uh the fifth element where you fire one uh arrow oh, right and then all the other arrows kind of target it um and i can clear the game steadily every single time now with that upgrade to the point where i needed to start switching to be able to get more resources like just trying different weapons so they it really is um, an incredibly balanced game to the point where you can use any of the weapons and um, just really crush. Yeah. Uh, we had one more question. We had a lot of questions about the game's horniness. Uh, I'm going to go yeah. with this one from Ian. Which gods uh, would be best worse to go on a date with? Uh, you can also include non-god characters. As I've said, Dusa, best, by far. Uh, Demeter, probably worst. Um, Skelly. Skelly's up there. I like the skeleton. Uh, I mean Sisyphus for sure. Sisyphus is so chill. Sisyphus just has this big rock. Uh, that also oh, becomes yeah. a character if you like <laughs> hang out with Sisyphus enough. Uh, and you know Sisyphus <laughs> is in pretty high spirits considering his like sort of eternal punishment and damnation. 
Uh, but he's just really very, very nice. He's just very nice. Yeah. Uh, I said I gotta say Nyx. Uh, she's purple. She's super nice. A- every time with Zacharias, I keep giving her gifts and trying to flirt her up, and I can't seem to get much uh, traction going she there. She was. Uh, your I'm trying to make that ship mom until <laughs> like two hours into the do game. It. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm saying so. There's going to be a little bit of opposition, but the heart wants what the heart wants. Uh, my vote is for Thanatos, who is the god of death, who is a fuck, maybe the hunkiest of hunks in this video game. Like he, no one has hunked more than Thanatos has. So really terrific hunkage right there. Yeah. The longer we talk about this game, the more intolerable. Recording this podcast and not playing this game, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the, becoming to yeah, me. I keep trying to think uh, like pretty much every character in this game, and like I, I'm like, well, maybe I was wrong. Maybe the, the chaos god, or like, yeah, I mean, it's hard not to love anybody. There are these rooms that will randomly appear uh, in each kind of world. The game is broken up into these different sections, and all they do, they exist purely to give you gifts. Hard not to fall in love with them, you know. Maybe yeah. not to Siphony, the one who yells murder, 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 murder. <laughs> no, 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 no. Murder, I'm talking murder, about the people murder. who like, uh, like Eurydice, who's like, oh hey, yeah, I'm, 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 I, I got a nice song going, and I'm cooking a stew. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, uh, y'all playing anything else? I feel like I've been playing a lot of stuff. I know Juice, you've also been playing uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. It is a shame that we did not like dedicate a whole episode to it because it is one of my favorite games of the year. I finished it uh, a couple days ago. And it is an improvement. I really liked uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, but I never finished it. I feel like Will of the Wisps is a more straightforward Metroidvania uh, in that it doesn't have the like create your own save point system and like all of the kind of weird shit that Blind Forest did. But it is really very, very good. I basically started playing it right after I finished Hollow Knight. And I think it's not, I mean, Hollow Knight is maybe top five favorite games ever made for me. So it's not quite there, but it is, uh, it has some of the best flow. Yeah. Of any mm-hmm. game, like you can double jump into like a hang glide, into a launching yourself off an enemy projectile and grapple hook onto like a spinning wheel that launches you up into the, like you can traverse great distances very, very quickly. It's yeah, on getting around is a joy. It's on Switch. Which I think is so important for Metroidvania. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's on Switch. It's also a beautiful game. It is like, uh, mm-hmm. I genuinely music rules. teared up. The music um, is good. Uh, it's on Switch. Which is where I played it. It's where I would, you know, it's it's a great little game for Switch conceptually. But the, I had a lot of crashes and uh, uh, there's a lot of load, weird load stuff. Like if you run through an area too quickly, you will just stop at the edge of the screen because it's loading the next area. Uh, so from what I understand, it's a tough port to get done, but there's some technical issues there. But it's really good. Um yeah, that's me too. Ori, ton of Ori. Fresh, how about you? Um, uh, I'm playing Splunky 2, a video game we just spent a lot of time talking about, but it's now on P- uh, on PC now. So if you were waiting for the PC release, it is now live there. Mm, I've been playing a few different things. Uh, I've been playing some Metro Exodus. Finally going back and playing oh. that. You know what? Turns out, mm. pretty good game. Pretty good game. If you like uh, good games, uh, shooters specifically, I'd recommend going back and giving it a try. Uh I don't know if I talked about Kill It With Fire on the show. I don't think is, so. It's a game where you look around a house for, for spider, and you, you kill the spider with fire. Um, okay. But as the game goes on, it just gets uh, a lot bigger, um, and you get a lot more things than just fire to kill the spiders. 
Um, I don't want to say much more because it's one of those games that just the fun is in seeing what direction it takes you. And then lastly, Flight Sim- Simulator. Y'all, the pleasure of Flight Simulator now is uh, waiting for people to discover discover the uh, the unrealities uh, mm. that have snuck into the game. Did you all see the big hole? You, no, no. Nobody saw it. Oh, so, the black the black hole that is absorbing yes. the Brazil. <laughs> yeah, in in in, in, uh, in Brazil, there has just been a unreality hole that is just sucking the ground uh, into the expanse of nothingness, and it is perfect. It is beautiful. Um, Oh, can I get? Oh, I want to do one more. Can I do one more quick plug? Uh, I've been playing a game on iOS called Death Come True. It's on a lot of other platforms. I added that to your Steam account. I don't know if you noticed that. Uh, I yeah, I've been playing it on my phone actually, where it's great. It's a FMV game where the which is um, directed by the creator of the Danganronpa series. Um, So it's a, but it's a very good use of FMV. It's a roguelike. If that doesn't make any sense but uh you wake up and you are in in a hotel room you don't know who you are uh there's a cop there who tells you you're a serial killer and that is the that is where it starts and there is uh, multiple people attempting to kill you in the game when you die in the game you wake up at the beginning of the day again cognizant of the things that have happened before and this is an fmv game so there's like narration uh of like what has just happened to you, what you might need to do differently. You have different options depending on what you've already experienced. And that's how the story unfolds. It's designed to be played that way. Uh, Like I said, it's on iOS. I think it's on Switch, PlayStation 4, uh, Death Come True. It's very cool. Speaking of Danganronpa, I haven't played it yet, but I just learned about Paradise Killer, which is like an open... Have you played it? Yeah, it rules. It's on on Switch now. It's... It is a wild, uh, open-world detective game in the style of like a of a Dankanrompa, uh, where you go around and find clues. But like all the characters are like so wild. Uh, the Lady Love Lost. I don't know what the yeah. name of the 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 main character, but like all the character names are like completely. Uh, Lady Love <laughs> dies is the name of the the main character. Of the game. If you played Hades so and were like, you know, I want more horny video games in my life. This game is for you. Uh, the other thing about it is, wow, does it have uh, 1990s Sega energy? It's like yeah. if I, like the Daytona USA team was like, hey, we're going to make an Atlas game next. That's that's what we're going to do in 1996. Um, oh, my gosh. The, 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 the music and the visuals on that game just rule. We'll, we'll have to make some time to talk about that in depth yeah. after y'all have had a chance to play it. What we are making some time to talk about next week is Star Wars Squadrons is going to be the... uh, So if you have any thoughts about Star Wars (laughs) in any respect... Mail at besties.fan. Just give us all your, or tweet at Russ Frustick, uh-huh. <laughs> all your Star Wars opinions on any aspect oh, of it whatsoever. Boy. And we will be sure to read all of those and cover them in depth. Uh, make sure you follow and listen for free on Spotify. I assume you're doing that already, but if you would be so kind as to ask others to do that, besties.fan is the URL that'll take you straight there. We're at the Besties Pod on Twitter. There's also a link there for our mailing list, uh, which you can uh, go check totally out and get the latest and greatest and the besties uh but uh that is going to do it for us for this week so uh uh be sure to join us again next time for the besties because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games 
is a Spotify original podcast in association with Fox Media. The show is edited by Jelani Carter and produced by Ben Hosley. And our theme song is by Ian Dorsch. Besties!